You're listening to a volunteer-produced podcast from Redemption Story Church. If you'd like to check out other resources or learn more about Redemption Story Church, visit our website at redemptionstory.com. Hi, and welcome to the Redemption Stories podcast. Our ultimate hope with this podcast is to glorify God by sharing about His redemptive work in our lives as believers in Jesus Christ. Each week, Kristen Else will host a member from our local body who will share about God's work in their life. We hope this encourages you and deepens your affections for God and your brothers and sisters here at Redemption Story Church. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Redemption Stories podcast. It has been a little bit, and I thank you guys for being patient with us on getting new episodes out. I've been away dealing with a family matter, and I just want to say thank you to all of you who've reached out and checked in and sent words of encouragement. It's much appreciated, and I hope that this new content will encourage you just as much as the first episodes did. Today, our guest um, is a worship team volunteer. She occasionally sings over in Story Kids. She is a student ministry volunteer. She's one of our college students, Emma Powell. Hello. hello. How are you, Emma? <laughs> I'm good. You're How good? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> this is weird for Emma and I. Emma yes. was, uh, as a, what, eighth freshman? Freshman? Yeah, freshman. Freshman was in my small group. And mm-hmm. bad cop. In student, they called me bad cop, yeah. which if you know me, you understand, <laughs> uh, in student ministry. So here we are today. Yes. This is exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, we normally start off an episode with a funny story. Okay. So what do you got for us today? So today I'm going to be telling you about the story um, of when my little brother, or I guess when I sabotaged my little brother. Okay. Um, <laughs> Actually, not that funny, kind of mean and scary <laughs> of little Emma. But um, so when I was probably like six years old, my little brother was just learning how to write and he wrote his J's backwards and he spelled his name was John Wesley, but he spelled it just J.W. for short. And so he, with a backwards J is like how he wrote on everything. And so one day I was just feeling a little, you know, I wanted to stir the pot a little bit at home. <laughs> I just wanted a little bit of drama. Um, just <laughs> How old are you at this point? I think I was probably six. Probably okay. six. Yeah. Um, I just went around the house, you know, doodling on the walls or on, you know, my mom's nice furniture, <laughs> JW with a backwards J, exactly <laughs> how he wrote it. And I just remember my mom, um, she was like, um, John Wesley, come in here. And she's like, what is this? And he's like, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. And I um, never said a word until like a couple <laughs> years later that I had did that. And he got in so much trouble. Not a word came out of my mouth. I was like, nope, it's too late. It's already been done. So As bad as that is, I'm impressed you held out for two years. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know how long I held out. I can't remember when I told, but Long enough to where I didn't have to really get in trouble, <laughs> except for the consequence of now telling this story, everyone knowing how evil I was as a child. Your parents are so proud. I'm sure they're listening. Yes. Yeah. They're yes. just loving this. It's a funny story now, so <laughs> it was worth it. Sibling rivalries. Rivalries? Rivalries. Rivalries. You know, whichever one of those. Um, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I love it so much. I've heard that story before and it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay, so every episode, someone shares a story of God's work in their lives, God's redemption story um, in their personal lives. So what do you got for us today? Today, I'm going to be telling a story about 
Um, it's really just my testimony, um, but just talking about God's faithfulness through suffering. Yeah. Um, I guess to give you a little background about my testimony, I grew up in a Christian home, mm-hmm. and um, we left our church when I was probably seven years old. Um, and because our pastor had left, and the new pastor was just, um, just not a great leader of the church. So we left. And, um, for a couple of years, we didn't really have a home church. Um, we started going to the village church flower mound, I think when I was in fifth grade. Um, and from there, this campus launched. And so we came to the soft launch of that and then started going to this church when it was officially launched. Um, so I've been here, I think since day one. Um, yeah, but so, yeah, that's kind of the beginning of my story. But then, so when I was 11, my mom showed us this video on Facebook that was just talking about the human trafficking going on in Africa. Um, and uh, it just brought me to tears. I was mm. crying a lot. Um, I just went to my room and I was just struck with the evilness of the world. Yeah. And... Um, I never really realized how evil the world was from that point. I, yeah, just to that, up until that point, I was like, this is a good world, you know, yeah, yeah. innocence, I guess. But, um, yeah, at that point I realized just how evil and dark the world and dark the world was. And so my sister, Abby, I shared a room with her at the time mm-hmm. and I was just crying in my bed. So <laughs> she said, I should go talk to my mom. And so I did. And my mom was just like um, talking to me about how this is a broken world, and but we have a hope because God sent His Son to save us, mm-hmm. and He's coming back to redeem all of creation. And she just asked me if I wanted to put my hope in the Lord, and I was like, yes. So she prayed with me, and that was probably the first point of salvation. But it still didn't really have a great understanding of sure. sin and the, you yeah. know, first it's still thing, amazing. First thing yeah. on the job. No, but I remember first like, <laughs> that's great. But I remember like a few days later, I went up to her and my sister Jordan, I was like, so now that I'm a Christian, I don't get why I'm still sinning. Like, why am I still <laughs> sinning? <laughs> so yeah, I didn't have a great understanding still, but sure. yeah, um, that's still a really sweet moment of the Lord to use. Yes. Something you're seeing so tragic to yes. bring you to a saving knowledge of Him. And yeah. I don't think any of us, when we come to know the Lord in the beginning, know everything. Yes, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you're good. Um, yeah, but just uh, for my redemption story, I guess, I will be talking about just kind of my siblings walking away from the Lord and also um, some depression that I experienced and loneliness I felt. Um, but... When I was 13 years old, my sister attempted suicide, and that was probably the first time I experienced, like, a lot of suffering and a lot of grief. Um, I just remember thinking, like, okay, why God claims he's good, like the Bible says he's good, but this isn't good. Like, this is hurting me and my family, and... Um, I just couldn't really see his goodness through that. I was also, you know, 13, but, um, that was the first time I kind of questioned the Lord's goodness. Um, but yeah, um, my, that same sister, um, 
a few years later, or I guess maybe a year later, I walked away from the faith. Um, I had looked up to her a lot too, just like she served the Lord. Yeah. It really seemed like she loved the Lord and um, she walked away from the faith, was kind of just rebelling in every way possible. Yeah. Um, she became an addict and um, eventually ended up in rehab. Yeah. And um, throughout that time, we weren't really going to church every Sunday because we were visiting her in rehab and um, just feeling once again, like, how are you good God? How, yeah. Um, yeah, how are you even there for me? Like you, you know, this is hurtful, like, and I'm hurting, but do you really see me? Yeah. Kind of those feelings of doubt. Um, I'm sorry that your family had to go through that. That's such a hard, hard experience for all of you, not Mm -hmm. just for your sister, but right. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of speaking to that, um, my other sister, Abby, um, was kind of who I clung to during that time. Yeah. Um, we shared a room. We were super close. Um, we shared that same experience of going through that with another sibling. And um, she's really the one I talked to a lot and uh, about those things, feelings of being hurt and yeah. um, doubt and all those things. And she was also just someone I really looked up to. Yeah. Um, she was a really strong believer in the Lord. And I always admired her just immediate response to be like servant hearted. Yes. Um, and just always serving others with no complaint. Um, she was the sister that, um, just, she was the best of us. Like I always thought, you know, Abby is like the perfect like sister, just the sweetest human being. Um, so with that being said, um, a couple years later, I think this was 2019, um, my sister Abby walked away from the Lord yeah. and this was just the point where I was like, okay, Lord, um, this was my last sibling that I had as yeah. a believer. Um, really the last person that I really looked up to and I felt like the last straw. I was like, just remember praying like, why would you do that? God? Yeah. Like that is just cruel almost. Um, and just experiencing a lot of anger with the Lord yeah. about that. Um, but, yeah, how could God do such a thing to me? Um, he knows that's all that I had left in my family, and he took it away. Yeah. Um, I did have my parents still, but yes, just... Yeah. For his siblings. For his siblings. Was, it was yeah. just the two of you. It was just the two of us. Um, for a long time, it had been just the two of us. And then after that, I had just a lot of loneliness yeah. and a lot of grief and anger with the Lord um, that I carried for a long time up until, I guess, um, around when COVID hit, um, when we were all inside and yeah. I didn't have anything to distract me anymore. And so I was faced with these feelings of anger and resentment towards the Lord. And um, I had a lot of just sorrow and anxiety and just kind of experienced depression during that time. And so being faced with all those feelings at the same time, I was just kind of brought to my lowest point where um, I was just like, I need some help. (laughs) I need to tell somebody about my anger and my resentment towards the Lord. And 
So I talked to my mom, but uh, I got into counseling. And through that counseling, um, she's just constantly been pointing me towards the Lord and his goodness and um, just um, helping me search for in those times where I did doubt where the Lord was, search where he was. Um, While searching for how the Lord was good, I've just, you know, been looking back a lot this past year on what my life has looked like, keeping this like list of the wrongs the Lord has done against me and looking back and trying to flip it to where, where has the Lord been even in these things? Even when the brokenness of the world um, is all around me, where is the Lord? And so um, when I was 13 and in the hospital waiting room with my family and just, um, completely in shock of how evil the world can be with facing um, near death with my sister. Um, Just how he ministered to me through charity. Um, Charity came up to the hospital and just asked me how I was doing. And I just broke down into tears and she told me it was all going to be okay. And that the Lord knows and he sees and he loves Jordan. And um, I just remember that and feeling like, okay, it is going to be okay, and, like, hopeful in that way. Um, the Lord was there through that, sending me those people to surround me with his love yes. and um, reminders of his goodness, even in those times. Um, when um, that same sister walked away from the Lord, um, I was surrounded with the youth ministry, and I met you guys, uh, Kristen, Abby, and Stephanie, so the triplets, that, <laughs> <laughs> the triplets, um, no, but just the friendship with y'all and through y'all, um, pushed me to be friends with my best friend now, Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, just those relationships that have kept me, um, just on the path, keeping me on the path. The Lord has sent these people to, um, just point me towards him and towards his grace and mercy. Um, on me and his love for me and um even after that when my sister abby walked away from the lord um the just feelings of a lot of loneliness um the lord um gave me you guys and when i didn't have sisters that believed in the lord the lord provided sisters in christ Mm -hmm. and um, what a good and sweet gift those things are yep. and still are to me. Um, in that loneliness, just being surrounded by this church community and being surrounded by people who really love the Lord yep. and really love me as well and always pointed me to him um, was God's grace and faithfulness to me. Um, but that's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And <laughs> I'm so sorry for all that you've had to endure. I can say with the utmost sincerity that watching you grow up and watching you grow in the Lord has been one of the sweetest gifts of my life that mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful constantly that he lets, he let us be a part of that, that mm-hmm. me and Stephanie Abby got to be there when you were just little baby Emma mm-hmm. <laughs> scared to talk to another soul all the way up <laughs> until now where you're less nice, you know, less, <laughs> just kidding. you're wonderful. But you know, even now that I get to be a leader in the college ministry that you're a part mm-hmm. of and get to see you regularly and, um, yeah, you, your walk has encouraged me how you have leaned into your church family, um, in times of sorrow and sadness. It has just been a gift to watch and, and how you've 
wrestled with the Lord, but never gave up. You know, you talk about your list and those things. And I think what a sweet gift from the Lord, right? That he's big enough to take our feelings and how Mm -hmm. we feel, our anger, all of it. And to begin to slowly show us where he was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can just see that throughout your life. And I know it's hard to see it when you're in it, but man. Yeah. Yeah, he, I, I agree with Charity 100%. Like, he sees you. He's watched you all this time. He's been with you in it. And I think that is going to be an encouragement to the people, our people at church here, when they hear your testimony of, of God's goodness and faithfulness. And even now, watching you serve in the student ministry, like I, one, have no reservations about that. I trust that the Lord is using you greatly over there. But it also just fills me with joy that um, you came up in this youth ministry and that the Lord has placed you back there to be that example that that we got to be for you, um, mm-hmm. that you get to be that for so many girls. And that student ministry is just a beautiful circle of yeah. just the Lord's goodness. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and with seeing his faithfulness now, being able to trust in him and look forward throughout the sufferings that will come in my life, knowing that he was faithful then and he's faithful now, and he will be faithful forever. Amen. Um, And he's coming back. We have hope in Christ that he will come back to redeem the earth and that we will be with him forever. And that is just such a joyful thing. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah very blessed to have such a good God that keeps me when I can't keep myself. Yep. Um, if it was up to my own strength, I would not have kept myself throughout right. all of that. Right. But the Lord was gracious to me and kept me throughout all of that. Yeah. yeah. He's a gracious Savior. Yeah. Yeah. It's not lost on me that we're recording this right now, Saturday between mm-hmm. Good Friday and Easter, and of just <laughs> of so much sorrow, but that there's joy coming. Right. Mm-hmm. That that tomorrow we celebrate the day that. Jesus rose from the grave, but today we sit in the sadness, right, of mm-hmm. of our sin, putting him there, of our um, our Savior being and taken, um, but we look forward to the hope of the future, and that's just kind of, as, you, as you've said, the suffering throughout your life, right, that you're able to look forward to one day that Jesus will come again, and mm-hmm. he um, will take us to be with him, and our lives, um, this will seem like nothing, right? Like, yeah. it'll just be... Um, all this suffering will be worth seeing our Savior face to face. And so, yeah. yeah. Emma has brought um, something to share <laughs> with us. So, Emma. Um, yeah. This is just, I think, in my darkest time, this was a prayer from the book called The Valley of Vision. Uh, it's Puritan Prayers and Devotions, but it's called The Valley of Vision. Um, Lord, high and holy, meek and lowly, Thou hast brought me to the valley of vision, where I live in the depths, but see thee in the heights. Hemmed in by mountains of sin, I behold thy glory. Let me learn by paradox that the way down is the way up, that to be low is to be high. The broken heart is the healed heart, that the contrite spirit is the rejoicing spirit, that the repenting soul is the victorious soul, that to have nothing is to possess all, that to bear the cross is to wear the crown, that to give is to receive, that the valley is the place of vision. Lord, in the daytime, stars can be seen from deepest wells, and the deeper the wells, the brighter thy stars shine. Let me find thy light in my darkness, thy life in my death, thy joy in my sorrow, thy grace in my sin, thy riches in my poverty, and thy glory in my valley. Amen. Yeah. That's good. Thank you for sharing that. 
mm-hmm. sure that was a encouragement to you during the harder days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, Emma, you're involved in so many things here at the church. Yes. You sing in the worship team, mm-hmm. and you are, like I said, a student ministry volunteer. Um, what would you say? This is a, I love this time of year because I feel mm-hmm. like it's winding down. Graduations are about to happen. Yes. Um, different things are going on. And, event, and come August, we'll transition, right, where those sweet little fifth graders will become sixth graders and yes. they move into youth group. Yes. And the seniors will move into college ministry. Yes. And so you've been here for all of that. Yes. Um, tell me or tell tell me tell those students what uh, what advice do you have for just this transition? I mean, I just remember you being so sad when you had to leave youth group, and yes. yet here you are flourishing mm-hmm. in college ministry. And so, um, do you have any words of wisdom for this transition? Yeah. Um, I think I would say just. In all the anxiousness that there is, because there can be a lot in seasons of change. Yeah. um, That just really dig deep Mm -hmm. and look to the Lord. Yeah. And I think just look at his character. And if you're looking at how great and mighty the Lord is, then um, I think someone said this to me once, just like gripping on so tightly to all your anxiety, to all the things you want to control And as you look up at the Lord and look at his goodness and um, look at how in control he is and how out of of control you are, you're slowly going to release that grip and give it up to him. Um, So I think it can be really scary to have some new things in your life and be going through a lot of change, but the Lord is with you and he's faithful. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that will serve them well. Emma, thank you for coming on. Of course. Thank you for being a part of our lovely church here. And if you want to hear more about Emma's story or you just want to encourage her, you can find her a little bit of everywhere on a Sunday morning. Um, Sometimes (laughs) she's on the stage playing the piano. Sometimes she's singing. She might be next door. But just uh, track Emma down and and tell her how much you enjoyed this or if you have questions or want to talk about um, loneliness or depression in your own life or suffering. Emma would love to talk to you. And so... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's our episode. So thank you guys for listening. It is good to be back with you and we'll see you soon for another episode. Bye.